What's up, everybody? This is The Way Out There Podcast. I am your host, DJ Zell. Stop laughing. Yeah, that's how you enter a pod, okay? Uh, I am not uh, joined by my regular co-host today, Reese Paul. I have a special guest, Miss Anonymous. Since she doesn't want to use her name. Hey. And as you might be able to hear in this recording, there's a lot of background music. We're near nature, you know, which just means... The walls are thin so you can hear the birds. <laughs> What's up, Miss Anonymous? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. All right, so when you're on the pod, you just talk like you regularly talk. Okay. So I have to intro it, you know, formally, but then we just get to talking. I like podcasts. Okay. I listen to podcasts. I, yeah. You got to uh, speak a little bit more into the mic for me. I like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, adjust the mic. I do, though. Oh, careful. Uh, how do I adjust it? Like yeah, that? Yeah. Do you edit these? Or Sometimes. no? Sometimes. Oh, it depends okay. on what you say. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, if it's like a lot of dead silence, we might try to like cut a second or two. Or, you know, if it's uh, something really offensive, then mm-hmm. we're trying to get money out here. So we need sponsorships. What? Okay, wait. So but Adam is that? Eve, uh, Bluetooth, <laughs> uh, uh, Undies. Uh, what's the other stuff everybody be trying to sell? Nord wait VPN. though, wait though. Is that so, the only reason why you do the podcast, or do you find find other qualities in having one? That's a great question. Why do we do the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I do it because I I need to talk about shit, but I also want to make money off of it. Okay. Like, I want to make money, but I've been doing it for years and I haven't made a single dime. We've okay. lost money. I've lost. Well, you haven't lost money. You invested in something that you think is, like, valuable. So I I was about to say, I haven't lost until i uh, given it up completely. Okay. And even still, like, I enjoyed it. I have, like, we've had a lot of different guests on. We did a lot of different interviews. We learned a few things here and there. Yeah. You know, shoot the breeze, talk, talk smart. Well, it's not, this ain't going on YouTube, so I can curse. Wait, no, no, so wait, what is the name of the podcast exactly? The Way Out There podcast. The Way Out There podcast. Yes, way out. Was, nice. Yeah. I yeah. Tr- I tried starting a few podcasts. A I think few. a few actually. Yeah, they've changed over time because I think as you evolve, you kind of like bring the mic closer to you. Oh, just bring it like a little. It's just like right in front of my face. It's supposed to be. <laughs> okay, I think it's just like that's what she said. Oh. <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> i'm so immature. look we do i do that all the time no i feel this. it yeah i think just over time because when i first started it i think i was in a very traumatized state and i think it i used to think a lot of about what people thought of me okay. you know so like i didn't want to put something out there and then get the feedback whereas like now i really just I no, I didn't before, and I think that was the issue too. Was like so many people had so much to say about like what exactly I was putting out into the social world or like the internet. Yeah, that like after a while, you kind of like sit with it and you're you actually like think about the things, you know. Okay, yeah, no, because I noticed you only have one post and it's not even oh, really you. on social I mean, media, you, yeah. The one, well, yeah. How, how like long have you been arm. following me though? That's the thing, I don't know. I used to put a lot out there. I don't know. I yeah. think I've only been following you recently since yeah. our little Tinder match. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Fun. You gotta love Tinder. Gotta love Tinder. I actually talked about uh, you and Tinder 
on our last episode. Really? Yes. I did. What about it? I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm ready to hear this. Well, I just mentioned that you didn't know who I was. I didn't. Yeah. I, I was like, yo, you don't remember me? And I felt like, oh, shit. I guess we didn't really have a lot of interactions before. Anyway. That's true, because I really didn't. And I felt bad after, but then I was like, eh, it's yeah. Tinder. It's yeah, what, it is what it is. And then I was I only swiped on you because I knew who you were. Yeah. And because of who you were. I was okay. like, oh. Okay, fair. That's so-and-so sister. I'm not saying her name on the podcast. But yeah. so-and-so sister. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, bet. I'm like, we met a few times. <laughs> a few times. And I was like, yeah. oh, she doesn't know who I am. No, I didn't. And honestly, I think at that time when I was scrolling, I was really bored. <laughs> And that's so I had hey, spent. Yo, this, is, this is hurting my feelings. No, I'm not here to hurt your feelings. I'm just being honest. Like, would you rather I lie about it? Uh, yes. Honestly, yes. <laughs> no, no. I'm not that kind of person. All right, one second. We're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, we have to take a quick uh, break for technical difficulties. I was getting a lot of humming in the background. It was uh, bugging me. But okay, yeah, wait, so I have a question Tinder. Though. Okay, why do you What's, use Tinder? Why do I use Tinder? Yeah, uh, multiple reasons. Okay, what is the main reason? To fuck. Tinder? That's the main reason. If we're guy. being no, if we're being honest, is to fuck only because we live in Hawaii, and so there's a large influx of tourists mm-hmm. that use Tinder, like while they're on vacation. Like, hey, here with me and my girls for like a week. Mm-hmm looking for somebody to show us around and then if they're only here for a week you can't really do anything serious i mean you could try so and i've almost done just the not so seriousness of it uh sometimes and then other times i'll be like yo i'm tired of all these tourists i want to actually meet somebody and a lot of the times more times than not i've actually made friends like actual friends off of tinder than i have uh like something serious i can't say Oh, I've slept with more than I made friends, but oh, okay. like something serious, nothing serious has ever came from Tinder for me. Yeah, I don't the think the closest thing for me was Bumble one time. Oh. Love e- Bumble. Everything else was uh in person, actually. Yeah. I actually like Bumble. I actually use Bumble BFF more than I use actual Bumble. I think I'm just in a portion of my life where I kinda just am not into the whole dating thing or like the fucking thing. Um, yeah, that's just, cool. Yeah, evolution, right? But I've made a lot of friends on Bumble BFF. Like one in particular, I still talk to till this day that I actually first made a connection with as a BFF. No, it's uh, I think it's weird. At least it's it sucks. It's it's kind of weird. It's a weird thing because like guys aren't going on Bumble BFF. We should. I'm being real. We should, but we don't. Uh. I was in, in the last podcast. I was talking about a guy who had no friends, and he was at the bar, and he was going through a rough patch in his life, and he just wanted to talk to somebody. Yeah. So he went to the bar, but he was still too, like, almost scared to talk. But I kind of knew him, so we were talking. And he opened up, and I was like, "This is what Bumble BFF should be for. Like, people just want to make friends. Making friends can be hard, especially if you're new to a town or a city. Yeah, as you get older too, I feel like. Like I'm about. I'm planning on moving to vegas and that's one thing that i'm concerned about like having to start over with friends Mm -hmm. is wild i mean i have family out there so it'll be easier like to transition i'm just probably gonna bum a few of their friends and then then get my own but like at the same time like here i organically made my own friends over time like i became my own person so it was easier 
to make friends, and I'm a little a little scared about that. Yeah. A little scared, but well, I'm from Vegas, and I just know like it's gonna it's gonna be easy to make friends. I feel like it's just the quality of your friends is gonna be the I think not an issue. It's just like it's gonna come to the surface. Okay. Okay. How, what do, okay, so what do you think of, like, how to naturally make friends? Like, where would you go out and, like, just, like, meet Wherever people? you have hobbies. True. Okay. So what so, hobbies? So, I mean, it depends on your hobby. Like, uh, again, I'm doing a lot of callbacks to the last episode. If you haven't listened, you should probably go. Uh, like, the nude beach. Like, I'm a nudist. Yeah. I go to the nude beach. I made a lot of friends at the nude beach. Now, when I say friends, a lot of these people, I only want to hang out with when I'm naked. And I'm not saying because, oh, they're so attractive or, oh, I'm you know, freaky like that. It's just when you, a lot of the nudists are also in the swinger community. And it's a lot of drama when people are friends and see each other all the time and also want to sleep around. Like, it kind of, the emotions get mixed up. And, you know, we get too personal sometimes. And it's a little less... It's it doesn't it's not as superficial anymore. With the nudists, yeah. When you become actual friends, Mm -hmm. it's not like the superficial. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Because you see them all the time. Yeah. But like, if you like bowling, you go to the bowling alley. You'll make friends that bowl, and you'll have something to do with that person. Yeah. And then you might decide, oh, well, there's a bar at the bowling alley at most bowling alleys. You'll go drink, and then you'll be like, oh, I could drink with them at a different bar without bowling, and then different things can arise. Where, oh yeah, I'm coming to the family barbecue. You come to mind and you go places like you start planning stuff like friends that's whether you go to the gym or you hoop in you go swimming okay pick it up hello do you want anything from subway uh yeah what you want a uh sub uh subway milk a subway milk with extra mayo Oh, let me pause this. <laughs> All right. So this episode is going to be great for my editing skills. Uh, we're back on, by the way. Uh, yeah. Sorry about taking a food order mid-podcast. <laughs> got eat. Yeah, that sounded so professional. Like I had, a, like we had an assistant calling. <laughs> like, hey, uh, we're taking food orders yeah. for everybody. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So where were we? We were on, still on Tinder, right? No, we were on Bumble BFF. And yeah. Friends. Uh, Bumble BFF. But I'd rather talk about your depression. No, I'm not depressed. You know, I'm that's lying. what most depressed Press people, people say. say. Yeah, no, nah, I, uh, no, nah, when I was like 14, I was, uh, diagnosed with dysthymia, which is like a mild depression, mm. not like a full on depression. Uh, it's a, obviously a lifelong thing. It's nothing like super serious, and I know how to handle it now a little bit better just because of going to therapy. But like, I think going to therapy when you're younger, it's better than trying to go to therapy as an adult because as an adult, I've realized that people are like more so fighting what they've conditioned themselves to like think and all the thought processes. Mm-hmm. And you're less open to listen to somebody tell you about yourself. Psychedelics. Psychedelics. <laughs> what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying it's still, you're more stubborn when you get older. The older you get, the more stubborn you are. I mean, the and ego you're just, gets more Yes, stubborn. the ego. Let's yeah. use Let's use your words, your more, best words. More defensive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think that, I, at least me, I think that it helped me a lot more as a child to go because it was an adult talking to me and I was a child, so I was more open to receive the message. I was also more open to, like, try the things, the, th- the way to think, the things, how to think, and, like, redirect my 
emotions and feelings. Like if I was feeling down, mm-hmm. I think I learned how to process it well, but I still have times where I'm like sad and uh, you know upset. Yeah. So that's when I say like when I say I'm uh, depressed. Oh, that just sound just spiked out of nowhere. That's why when I say I'm depressed, I'm not really depressed. I'm just more so sad at current events and outcomes in my life. Got you. Like that'll pass. Like I don't I don't claim to be a person that's trying to be happy all the time. Like when I'm sad, I want to be in my sadness. Yeah. Emotions are But I don't want that to like stop me or hinder me from doing anything else. So if I'm sad, I don't want to bring anybody else down, but I also don't want to be like, oh I'm sad. I can't leave the house today. Yeah, you you don't want to be sitting in it too long. Yeah, so like I feel all right being sad watching T V. Because it's just me, and I'm the only thing I'm doing is watching TV. It won't hurt me or stop me from doing anything else. But do I want to be sad for a prolonged period of time? No. Do I want to be stressed for a prolonged period of time? No. Look at my beard. You can't <laughs> see it on the podcast, but it's getting gray yeah. from being stressed. Like, it's a lot more gray than my beard. What stresses you out, though? Life, finances, uh, relationships. Why do you let it? Current events. Because uh, I, I care. I'm a caring person. Okay. I care about one myself. Mm-hmm. I care about others. I care about the world, even when I try to pretend I don't. Uh, so yeah, I get stressed out. And traffic, traffic stresses me the fuck out because everybody, in yes, oh my nobody God. knows how to drive. And that's uh, not just it. It's just like there's just so many people going one direction at once that yeah. it's just like it's too much. Yeah, my and cousin, then add all the tourists. It's just like. Why? My cousin liked to say the best way to avoid traffic is to stay in your lane. And I was like, that sounds smooth. But uh, if you stay in just your lane and everybody like else like gets in your lane. <laughs> exactly. If everybody else gets in your lane and it's just this long ass lane of traffic. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's only if you're in your lane. But uh, nobody really has their own lane unless you're driving at like two o'clock in the morning. Then yeah. it's perfect. I love driving at night in Hawaii. Like you be the only person. Only, it's like on an apocalyptic. Highway. It's great. It's like it's the best. It's like why we I work was the nightlife. You know, I don't anymore, but <laughs> I, I miss it. I was driving uh, when I drove back from the bar last night. Yeah. It was just me the whole way here, and I was driving so long, and y'all like road is so peaceful. It's just empty. Yeah. It's just like. I didn't realize where I was. I was like, am I going the right way? There's no street lights. There's no lights. It's just my headlights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm from Michigan. So, like, I'm thinking, yo, it's got to be a deer about to pop up somewhere type of shit. Not <laughs> There's pig. nothing. You got pigs out there. I know. I haven't seen none out here. No. I haven't seen none out here right now. But I have, uh, I've seen plenty of boars. Like, I've seen them on my mail route. Shit. They're massive. 15. Okay. What? I'm not supposed to talk about my job on the oh. podcast because I talk about nasty shit. So, oh, okay. and like my that's political fair. views might not align that, yeah. with talking about working at the job. Yeah, that, that's fair. All right. So I just got to take a note. This is going to be a fun. I used to talk a lot of shit about my job. Yeah. On social media. It was great. Oh. Hated it though. Yeah. No, I don't talk shit and about my job. I don't hate job. much, but that job, I truly hated it. Okay. Not my, like for me, I don't hate my job. I just hate that I'm doing it. I mean, I believe everyone to be, because, like, your job isn't you, right? Or, I mean, for exactly. most people. For most know, people. It's just something you do right? like to survive. My supervisors are amazing. Yeah. Most people can't say that. Like, my bosses are amazing. Uh, I what I do is amazing. 
the people I have to interact with every day, mm-hmm. for the most part, are amazing. Like, I can't be mad. And then I get to work by myself for the most of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody hovering over me. Like, I'm outside. Like, yeah. it's an amazing. Honestly, for a person without a degree, even a person with a degree, if you want a peace of mind and can afford to live just a decent living, not nothing extravagant. Like, I'm not about to have a yacht off of yeah. this job. But, like, I make pretty good money considering yeah. what I do. Is it regular hours? Like you do forty hours a week? And uh, minimum forty, uh, depending on the office, the volume of mail, and how many people are sick. Oh shit! It's fine. You know what? I've, we talked about it on the podcast before. We've actually said our job. I'm not editing this part. So depending on the work, like I've made, because I live in Hawaii before taxes, I made ninety thousand dollars last year mm-hmm. at my job, which isn't. Isn't that the government, though? You're working for the government? Yeah. I'm a government employee. It's nothing crazy. Like, I think that's crazy that I made. You a civilian. Almost, like, for the last couple of years, I made six figures before taxes, if, if I include DJing, my DJing money. But this last year, I didn't really DJ. So I made you under 100. You do it separately? Because I feel like it's a business thing, right? What? Like, when you do taxes, like, you can do it separately like yeah. when you DJ. Yeah. So, like, I have my, uh, I have all my stuff. I had a my tax person set up my stuff. I had to get like an oh, EIN and an LLC. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to jail, so or paying. The, yeah. even, look, I know somebody who owed like the government like a hundred thousand, and they just set up payment plans. Like it's hard to go to jail. Like you really got to be frauding them in order to. You know, that was like my pit of paranoia the whole time. I would get high sometimes when I was back when I was getting stony all the day, all day, all yeah. every day was like that the government was gonna come for my money but like only because i didn't report a lot of my shit okay but just because like i didn't one at first i didn't know how because essentially i went from going from a nine to five working thing to like something that you do in like an entrepreneur setting yeah or like separately all right we were gonna take another quick break real quick and we're back. This is a fun podcast. I've never stopped a pod this many times before. <laughs> Sorry, you entered the real life of Miss Anonymous. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, where were we? You remember where we were? I don't. Well, we oh, we were talking about your job and like how many hours. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's a decent job. Like I said, it's minimum forty. You can get crazy like one year i was working like 60 hours does it, like it does inflation but or affect you in any way uh a little bit but i think at our job we uh our union has negotiated a decent enough deal where our raises we get uh inflation uh related raises every year so like a little in it's like a nice little adjustment every year and that's also, how they get you also in hawaii we have a cost of living adjustment so, like, we make more in Hawaii than we would on the mainland. So, I make 25% more than the people on the mainland Gnarly. because of Hawaii, but it's also more expensive to live out here. Yeah, you would think that minimum wage would be like that, too, but it's not. It should. Honestly, everybody's state should. Your minimum wage should be determined by the state you live in. Yeah. To me. Like, it, should, it shouldn't It should be just a flat minimum federal minimum wage when New York's cost of living 
is like five times that of like Idaho. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's honestly adjusted because I feel like my minimum wage is way higher in Oregon because I lived in Oregon too. And opposed to here, I was like kind of like you lived in dumped Oregon, out of Yeah. In Oregon. What city? In Oregon. Oh, uh, you don't want to? No. Hell no. Why not? Honestly, I loved my whole experience in Oregon. It's just I don't agree with a lot of way things, like, or the lifestyle I chose to live. I didn't agree with a lot okay. of what was going on. I was just asking because I was in Portland. In yeah, January. we talked about it. That's why I was like, I don't remember you telling me you lived Yeah, there. I'm real upset. <laughs> <laughs> you upset? But yeah, because I asked you, hey, can you bring me some goods? And you oh, were like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he didn't own a dispensary, so. I, I don't care. It didn't ring. Yeah. There was a dispensary you should, right next to the ex- There was literally <laughs> one on every other street, so I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, I remember yeah. now. I remember. I loved Portland, honestly. Portland was the shit. Um, I, I, I just think I went at a time where it was, like, literally in, in between. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even. Like, it was. It would have been good for the time of my life I was in if it was, like, full swing, like, Portland. Because, like, everywhere I went, people would talk, like, this is not what Portland is. Like, this has nothing to do. Like, I don't even know where I am. Isn't Portland they used, we used to call it place? Gotham City. What? Isn't that where they say be weird or stay weird? Is yeah. Portland? Yeah. Keep Seattle. Portland weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was weird. I'd say I love Portland. Bringing it back to yeah. Tinder. Almost every woman on Tinder was E&M. E- ethically E&M? non-monogamous. So they were ethically all non-monogamous. They were all... E- N M. Okay, here. Okay, can we talk about this? Because I feel like I kind of need. I want to be picked brained too. Because I feel like. Okay, so do you think that it's more of us the way we have cultured ourselves, like in society nowadays, that monogamy is like a toughie, like it's tough to get to get through, or do you think, or actually, just what? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Simple. Okay, but, but do you think it's because we have more options now? Or well, see, if you listen to my last episode of the podcast, I went over like the whole history of monogamy in the last episode of the podcast. Okay, give me God. like a right, small, so minute detail. You, uh, a cliff note. Back before, and I always bring this up, the agricultural revolution. Yeah. We lived in very small tribal groups. Yeah. And the Amory that we basically uh we performed was omni so like everybody was sleeping with everybody Every, yeah and women women yeah. men together and like it didn't matter whose child was whose who, right because yeah. you lived in such a small knit group that we all had to take, take care, care of each of other everyone. and protect each other like mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh that's my child so i'm take like that's my woman that's my child I yeah take care of mine like no everybody was sleeping with the same woman and when she got pregnant nobody could tell who's who's, 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 who's. but because you lived in a group you protected the group yeah so like monogamy biologically is not natural for humans for us. like if you look yeah. at other primates and species yes they're children but overall once you get to a certain age the group doesn't really matter now yes like we also had like this whole uh, more dominant men, but everybody slept with everybody. Just the same way if you look at like uh, bonobos or bonobos, however you pronounce these uh, apes, they're just like chimpanzees. Like, yes, you have like a lead or almost like an alpha. They don't stay alphas. Alphas are transient positions and they're not really a real thing. But you'll see that, yes, the the strongest of them might have his pick, but the other one's still sleeping around at, with the same ones that he's sleeping around with, yeah. too. So, like, that's what our system was kind of like. 
Then once we started farming and domesticating animals, then we got to more selfish mind states. Like, yo, this is my land. This is my hard work. This is what I produce. And I don't want to share that with people who aren't producing with me. So, like, that's why you have, like, this whole idea of this is my woman, these are my kids, this is my stuff. Do you believe that to be a natural thing that happened or a nourished thing that happened? Uh, yes, I definitely think nourished. I think that's a nurturing thing. I think that's a societal thing. Yeah. And I think that... Uh, Do you think spirituality and religion had, to, had a big play in that? I think the other way around. I think that put a part into spirituality and religion. I think religion is based on trying to keep society running as smoothly as possible. Yeah. And I think when you already like have keep the peace. that system where it's like, you know, because we have this type of society, this agricultural society, and now more of this uh, industrial society, that this system works best. Mm. So we'll incorporate that into our religion. I think it also happened because their population grew so quickly. Yeah. I think most of... I think no one really expected for it to be the way that it is today, or maybe they did, but I think that came into play with like keeping morals in into a stand. Otherwise, I feel like purge would be like for real. Yeah. So when I say, do I think monogamy is a uh, is healthy, or why is it tough to be monogamous? I I say all the time, even when society is geared towards monogamy, you have everybody cheating. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Do you believe you can get all you need in qualities of in one person or no? Technically, no. And I say technically only because as we age and grow, we grow into different people. Like, I'm not the same person I was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. You have to find somebody that, if you want to be monogamous, that is willing to accept who you are as you grow. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to accept who they are as you grow. But also, at that same time, I'm not going to pretend like I don't see other women and wouldn't want to sleep with other women. Yeah. Monogamy is just, I want to sleep with other women, but I told you that I wouldn't. And so that's what I won't do because I'm with you. And we made that decision together. And it was and like an agreed our, upon. That's our agreed upon loyalty. Like okay. In order for me to be loyal to you, I can't sleep with anybody else. Okay, wait. That's so, what makes you happy. okay, so, that's so what define is. loyalty though, like it, without the terms of like sleeping with other people, but like what is what does loyalty look like? Oh, I mean, loyalty could be, yo, I told you not to watch that episode without me, and you always watching that episode without me. <laughs> like, we, we all that's fucking, what you think loyalty is. No, I'm saying this. Uh, I'm saying the, the, the concept. The, okay, the concept of loyalty is, I have your back, you have mine. That's it. And so we decide. Like for des- anything, though, and like when we decide to do something. We make an agreement. Mm. We stick to that agreement. We honor our agreements. That's being loyal. So whatever that agreement may be, if it's, yo, you going to go to jail or I'm going to go to jail. Somebody got to go to jail. But we got kids. I think you'll be the better parent in the household. I'll go. To, I'll take this time for you. That's loyal. Okay. So that's like my, my examples of loyalty in a relationship. Now, most of the time, loyalty comes down to fidelity, whether somebody's cheating or not. Okay, what about in platonic relationships? Uh, with friends? Yeah. Same thing. I would never sleep with my friend's ex. I haven't, and I chose not to multiple times. And I've had friends whose exes were really hot that wanted to sleep with me. Would never sleep with my friend's ex. Yeah. Like, it's just something I would never do. I wouldn't 
you know, dog my friends out. And I'm going to be honest, the only time that I actually took advantage of a friend, I apologize. I was wrong. And we got into it, and we could have moved past it, but, like, we kind of did. But also, in that same time, I realized that when I was looking back, I was feeling bad about what I did. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling bad about, like, just disappearing because I needed space. But then I thought about it, and I was like, over the years, we've been, like, growing apart. Mm -hmm. I've known her for, damn near, this is almost, I've been out here 13 years, so 13, no, 14 years. Yeah, 14. I've known her that long. But I realized years ago, we had different groups of friends. We did different things. We had different beliefs, views, everything. And I'm like, we wouldn't hang out unless I forced myself to hang out with her or vice versa. Yeah. And we weren't even in the same thing. So I have no animosity, no bad feelings. I still have love her. Like, my mom asked, and I'm like, I don't know. But I don't really talk to her because we ain't got nothing to talk about. Yeah. But... If she really ever, like, really needed some help and called me, which I doubt she would, but I'd be there. But, like, that's what I see as loyalty. Like, we don't even talk, but if you really needed me to go bury a body with you tomorrow and you called me up and we ain't talking and we had a beef, (laughs) I got you. That's loyalty. Yeah, I feel that. I think also with women, it's different. So I've spent a lot of recent... And as this was a woman I was talking about. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like... A lot of over recent time, at least for me, I was working on my relationships with other women, not romantic ones, but like the platonic, because I think um, that's where roots of my like trauma happened growing up, because a lot of how I grew up was competitive. So I was a gymnast and it was a competitive sport and I'm not going to blow smoke, but I was pretty hot stuff at such a young age but I grew up in a in such a like disciplined sport that it's like it it's it's you or nothing right it's not necessarily a team thing huh I don't think you can even tuck I can what tuck (laughs) lol smiley face (laughs) (laughs) no but continue um but I think for Cause like I honestly, the friends that I have now, I'm not going to say that they challenge me in a bad way, but they do help me kind of like evolve my perception around how to keep friends for a long time. Right. Cause I always had issues with that, with like having friends that we'd grow apart and I don't make the effort to continue to have a, like an actual friendship. But I think over like getting to know myself as a woman and how I like project myself into reality or like how I perceive my own reality made a difference because of that, that competitive mindset. Like I used to think all the time, like thing, like these people are out to get me, like, you know, and not, that's not always the case, but I think for nature wise, when I go into it, like in dating or like talk, to my friends about dating and whatnot and stuff it's just a different a different um like quality that builds with you as you're doing it with your friends does that make sense and it does and while you were saying that i was thinking wow i only play except for bowling and even in bowling you can have a team so i only play team sports yeah so like in a team sport 
you make friends and you depend upon each other. Yeah. And so, like, gymnastics isn't a team sport. Not until college. College is more like that, but you don't know until you go there. Exactly. So, like, yes, that competitive nature is uh, everybody's trying to do better than me. I'm trying to do better than them. Mm -hmm. Even when we're in the gym together as kids, I'm, like, hoping that you don't flip better than me, basically. Or you're not on the, you know, what is it, the, the rings better than me or yeah. the uneven bar it's like yeah i think also too is just at such a young age and you're if you're not given the right emotional skills too like the intelligence that you need to actually sit with that kind of judgment shout out dr gardner <laughs> <laughs> hey i shout out look i gotta shout him out all the time oh. that man helped save my life yeah awesome literally no because i think therapy is important and i think over like my life, if I would have had a therapist or like someone at least outside to talk to about certain things, I think I would have handled life a little bit differently. But you don't know until you actually go through it, right? Like yeah. you have to, like life will teach you. But I think gymnastics helped me with my self discipline, but it did psychologically fuck me up a little bit. Okay. Growing up. So did cheerleading because I did competitive cheerleading. That was the first time I had a, oh, no a team wonder sport. You don't, I'm so proud that you're making female friends now because that shit just sounds it, like uh, it's li- it was a literally lot the hard. Here's the other thing too: is like dog. I enjoy women too romantically, so it's like me ha- too. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but here's the thing: is that even that even that like transition, like knowing from when friend to more than friend, was a very touchy subject for me too was oh, really gosh. difficult because i've had issues with like how prior... long have you known you were bisexual like actually like or acted upon it like that impulse well, way late in my life not till i was like 24 okay so when you were in these different sports gymnastics cheerleading you was never like i yeah, becky no always <laughs> i was always like that that's the other thing it's like i was always like that but with you know way society treats you and all those things i never made it known yeah you know okay. yeah because i'm just like no because like you're closer in age to me and i know that that wasn't acceptable like openly back in high school no and so i'm just like did you act upon it because i mean i was also in you know detroit you're in vegas at that time right yeah vegas is an animal so like that's why i'm like i wonder if you like expressed it because it wasn't like it wasn't known and was like becoming more acceptable at that time so i, I was think i think i knew knew for like a fact that it was when i had my first boyfriend and the girl that he essentially was cheating on me with and everything like i dug her too so it was like hey, you know you know that like mini kind got, of obsession wait, did you get mad because he cheated on you with somebody y'all could have shared no, I didn't realize that till I was later in my 20s. He was like, later in my I was 20s. only mad because we didn't share. No, yeah, I think that was like, like my first. Because I was obsessed. I was obsessed with the fact that like he was cheating on me with this person. But also I noticed over time that I was also attracted to her. But after kind of like stepping away and looking back, I was just like, oh, wow, that was like something. That was a pivotal moment in my life where I was like, dang, like I need to like chill out and not take it out on him and kind of like go in deeper and figure out why i'm like this all right question what could you be in a thruple no you couldn't be in a thruple no because i no, yeah because i've had opportunities to kind of like think about being and i'm talking like any type of thruple like no two men or 
Or, two women. Okay, so, so it's like three women together, or you with two not men, with another woman, or you with a man and a woman, not with another woman. And like, because when I say throuple, I mean everybody plays with everybody. Yeah, no, not with another woman. Okay, why not? Honestly, I don't know. I think I've kind of. It might be my ego talking, but I'm pretty like. Actually, I don't know. I just. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I could be in a throuple with. Obviously, I'm straight, so I couldn't be in a throuple with a another guy dude. But I don't think I could be in a throuple with two women either. No, I think that. I feel like that's way too like for me. Well, you tell why you can, and then I'll go. I honestly think it's because I, when I am focused or committed, it's like there, and I do get jealous. But I've learned that my jealousy teaches me a lot of a lot of different things about me. So, I just think, but I, it's hard to say that, and I'm being hypocritical because, like, if I'm in a monogamous relationship, I still, ex- I wouldn't expect, but I would not want to, like, stop myself from, if I'm attracted to somebody, like, actually trying to pursue someone physically. Yeah. So, it's very different. But that's a re- but like emotionally, a, a, a relationship. So right, no, no, yeah, I know, but, like, like that's emotional just attachment. Just having somebody join in in the bedroom is different than... Like dating. Mostly. Yeah, I know. Well, because it is. It's an emotional connection that you're building in the thruple. Like, and I, I just... couldn't do it just because, and this is going to sound stupid. <laughs> you know me. Uh, I ain't got enough dick <laughs> for a relationship with two women. Like, with one. Wait, with the way you sleep around, though? Yeah, I don't. That's a lot. And then I'm jealous. Like, I couldn't have my woman sleeping with nobody else. Like if it's too, I got a. You are too so constantly. contradicting. <laughs> You're right. so contradicting. See, here's the thing about me: I sleep around, but I, I, don't, I get less sex than people in relationships. I think here's the thing: I think that physically. No, I slept. I've slept. Like your sister's looking at me all weird. You want to <laughs> join in? You sure? This is look. I got the mic set up right here. Okay, here's right. the thing: no, I believe. Not Just... I okay. I believe though that physically a physical i don't i believe that in a relationship you don't need to have a physical connection like if you were to want to have a life partner emotionally attached i think that would come later on yes but i also believe that the way we do it now like singles like we could have friends who give that emotional part or like that spiritual part of us that we so seek i guess in a partner but then being able to physically be attracted to whoever we want to be. I think that, one, we put too much pressure on one person. I think that, too. Like People expect people to make them happy. Of having um, like a marriage with one person. Think of that concept. When you get married to somebody, legally married, at least. I'm talking about uh, you know signing papers, yeah. having a marriage license. Mm-hmm. Now we good. I'm just going to pause it. Now you good. Like signing a marriage license. Once you do that, now you filing joint taxes. That makes that person your that's business That's business. Partner. Yeah, I'm it's saying, a but business listen, partner. That's what I'm, I'm going out. Now that person's your business partner. Mm-hmm. If you're expected to be monogamous, they're your only romantic relationship partner. If you're yeah. expected to be monogamous, a lot of people treat their spouse or significant other as their therapist. Like they're the only person they talk to. Then that person has to be your best friend. That If you have kids, that person is also your co-parent. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, this person is so many things that before you even got married, you would have a 
financial advisor. Right. You would have a fuck buddy or people that you slept with. You would not have to file taxes together. Like you could start a business and not worry about that anybody else. Most of my life, I feel like that's who I am. That's like what at, I'm at my core, like, like I don't need another person to live my life. And so you know? we expect everything from one person, and it's so much to expect out of one person that it yeah. builds up a lot of. I feel like you can get those things from yourself. Like you know? most of it, but when you're in a marriage, those things yeah. are you don't have to like I think it's a weird thing if your if your spouse is it doesn't your spouse doesn't have to be one of your your best friend, but it has to be one of your best friends. Like we learned during the pandemic that a lot of people wasn't cool with their significant yeah. other like they thought they was. Like yeah. imagine only working like only seeing your spouse or your significant other for maybe six hours. Maybe that's that's, that's the generous. average. Yeah, that's, that's being a, generous. Yeah, I'm talking about outside of sleep and after work, in between traffic and all this other stuff. Seeing mm-hmm. the person you're with, that's like you get off of work at five, you want to go to sleep by ten. That's five hours right there. And they might, you might be doing different things in between and doing your errands and whatever. Like most people only saw their significant other for like four or five hours at a time, or in the morning for like an hour, so maybe six hours a day. And then the pandemic came, and now you see this motherfucker for 24 hours a day every day people learn they really didn't like them they like each other like they thought they did yeah or they learned they liked this person more didn't even know i knew them like oh damn i didn't know you did that yeah and so i think that we put a lot of pressure on making one person our everything literally i think that was conditioned into a, yeah at least for me that was way conditioned you know like the and whole so, disney like, princess thing and shit and like me i would be into an open relationship or being non-monogamous if my ego could get out the way and let my partner sleep with other men if she wanted to. Yeah. Like, cause I, a lot of these relationships that are open, I see all the time, like, oh, we want to join, we want to bring another woman in. We want to bring another woman in. Like, cause women like women. Like, but for and like only physical like purposes yeah. or like actual relations. Both. Oh, Both. Okay. But I, I think it's selfish if your woman wants to sleep with another man. But you get to sleep with other women, and she gets to sleep with other women, but she can't sleep with men, and she wants to. And I can't have my girl getting dick down. Nope. Nope. Okay, can I throw something out there, though? Go ahead. Okay, so... She can't come back talking about... About what? She can't come back dickmatized. She can't come back to me dickmatized. Oh, gotcha. No, No, I feel that. Can't do it. Yeah. Do I sleep with a lot of people's women and wives? Yes. Dude, but I that's on them. That's not that's, on you. That's not on me. Yeah, that's not My on you. My girl can't be dreaming about another dude's dick while we watching TV. Okay, like, no. you've got a point. All like, right, that's, that's just fair. my ego. That's my ego, though. Like, yeah. honestly, because that's what like, I, was gonna say. I could sleep with other women and still be like, I could think about them, too, but I wouldn't be like, oh, she's better than them. But, I don't think women think like that, either. I just think that's a pride thing. That's a male thing. Toxic masculinity But here's shit. the thing. I believe that to be the ish, the main issue with dating and, like, marriage and all the things right now is, like, we're expecting another person to feed our ego. And I think that's where sometimes, like, people have to learn their own ways to to grow through that. Because I don't go through this. Why not? I don't want to grow to the point where I'm like, I don't mind if you get another dick. Nah, I'm cool. That's one thing I could just stay. That is know, that is honestly very egotistical okay. to say. That's okay. I, no, I, that's fine. Honest. You're good with that. That's I'm you. Honest. I think <laughs> I've been tested to that certain point, but like even for me, like my ego gets to a certain point. Psychedelics, <laughs> which is why I feel like that um, 
it helped me open myself up more to to actually loving another person and for who they are I think that just made it easier for me to be like okay yeah that doesn't sit well with me actually like I still love you for who you are and how you are it's just you're not the one for me like you're not that person that I feel like would be my perfect match or whatever because perfect isn't real well let me ask you a question then what so if you were in a relationship you said you couldn't do the open relationship thing no okay but you couldn't do it well for the same reason that I can't do it right Honestly, depending on the person. So, like, I I won't jump into a relationship unless, like, I know the person in and out. Like, what they what they need. If I'm not the person giving, so, I don't believe that I need to be the person to feed whatever needs that this person has. I want you to be with me because, like, you enjoy my presence and you want to live this life with me. That's the only reason. But... That also comes with, like, respect. Like, if there are certain situations, like, if I feel disrespected, are you, where's your loyalty actually lie? Are you going to respect me in this situation, or are you going to go and be selfish and, like, like that? Okay. But I am open to having an open relationship just because I know myself as well. Like, I, it's hard for me. Once I'm, I feel like I'm all about... A person and my loyalty and respect goes to that person but i do have inner like it's the washer okay it's the inner primal in me that like if i feel attracted to someone i'm gonna do the thing i'm gonna yeah. flirt i'm gonna do whatever but also like i would want my person to be like oh yeah that's my girl or you know what i mean like that's just who she is like almost turning them on in a way yeah no like I, I only ask because, like, people always, like, they, like, not get on me, but, like, ask me, like, yo, when you gonna settle down? Like, when you gonna stop fucking around? All okay, define shit. settle down, though. Uh, maybe start a family. Mm. Have one person instead of sleeping around like I've been doing. I don't sleep around that much, to be honest. This man literally... Yeah, <laughs> is lying. Yo, um, because he hung out with me the other. We went to see a movie the other night, and he slept on our couch. And literally, before we got out of the car to kind of come inside, this man opened up Tinder. I'm done. I'm literally done. I swipe. <laughs> Don't be lying. Look, first no, of all, you know what? Honestly, that's fair because I swipe too when I'm bored. When I'm bored as fuck, I swipe. You. I swipe when I'm bored. I also it's an ego boost when I get a match. I guess it's different for women. I really Yo, don't care who I'm I explained, That's why I brought you yeah. brought this up at the very beginning of this uh, <laughs> podcast that I talked about you on the podcast, but I didn't say you. Yeah. But it was the way you swiped. And then it wasn't until like you and then another woman who was who works with your sister. She was on Tinder. And I was like, Yo, I realized something. Most men swipe on almost every woman that they think is attractive or just almost every woman. Yeah. And so when you're going through men, there's a really high chance that he swiped yes on you. Yeah. So like, I match every time I swipe. And, Sorry. I mean, <laughs> just no. throwing it out there. But <laughs> I was saying on a podcast that made me realize it's literally the opposite for men. Like we don't yeah. match almost every time we swipe. Are you on Hinge? Yeah. Hinge is funny. I like I hinge. hinge. I I love Hinge because I men seriously be spending. I mean, they do it on Tinder, but they literally be spending money on me. And I'm like, okay, well, let me talk to you really quick. You want to spend money on me? <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Yo. Oh well. All right. So let's let's talk about that. Okay. Let's 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 get real. All right. 
since I have you here, and I already had this monogamous, non-monogamous conversation last week. That was really good. I like it. Thank you for your input and output on that. Uh, Still exploring, by the way. (laughs) I'm not. I am looking for one woman. Just one. Shut up. Two and a half kids. Why do people think I'm lying? I do want to settle down, but in the meantime. Honestly, good for you. At least you know what you want. If 100 women want to sleep with me, you know. I think I'm just focused on other things. Like, I know that'll happen down the line. It's just it's not my main focus right now. It, it's it's starting to become a more of a focus for me. With, you think that comes with age? Yeah. Ah. Like, I, when I hit... I thought so, too. Coming so up on pandem- 30, so... Yeah, the pandemic hit for me, and I was... Like, I had roommates, but I was still all by myself. And, like, it was me by myself all the time. Yeah. And so, I realized, like, yo, I am all alone. Especially living in Hawaii. I had one... My cousin moved right before. No, did he move after the pandemic or before? He moved before the, I mean, during the pandemic or right after. And when he left, I was like, I don't even have family out here. I just had friends with school. But with the pandemic, like, we didn't see each other as often as we used to. And I was feeling alone. So I was like, yo, I can have just one woman. But in the meantime, until I meet her, I enjoy having sex. It's like a, like I said, I'd be stressed out. It's like the best stress relief. It just sex. feels good. I well, because it, as it a is. Physical. It's an emotional Unfortunately, release. Unfortunately, like, I do understand, like, the emotional release of it, but I think stress is also physical. Like, yeah. Literally. How well, you emotion how lives you. in the body. All of that. We That's, could talk about that. We're not. We're going to the, the next topic. All right. What is the next about. topic? But I was just saying that, <laughs> yes, I sleep around, but... That's mostly with women that are on vacation, and then they be gone, and then, like, I might have sex. I might have sex with two different women in two weeks, and then nothing for the next two weeks. And then, like, three in one week the next week. And there's only three times. Yeah. When you're in a relationship, you might fuck when you wake up. Fuck before you go to bed this day. And then the next day, do the same thing. Like, I I legit have less sex than people in relationships, even though I've had more partners than most people I know. I think I'm the same way, too. I have way less sex outside of a relationship than I do in one. I was about to say, like, I know I've slept with at least 200-something people. Jesus. But I can say for a fact that my best friend who's been married to the same woman, he's only had sex with two women. He's been married to her for 12 years. He uh, has more sex than you. Man, they fuck like four or five times a week. Yeah, that's Middle, wild. They've been married for 10. Oh, no, they've been married for almost 10. Now, Do you feel like your sex drive will 10. go down? It already kind of has. Since you were younger. Oh, since I was younger? Oh, definitely. But I, I say, unfortunately, my Are sex you a sex went, addict? I might be. I don't know. Like, I don't know considering because, like I said, I have what if, less sex. Okay, wait. I have less wait, sex than people in relationships. Let's talk about the what if real quick. So, you just said that you know what you want. Say you found this woman, everything you want, but she wants to hold out till you fully commit and, like, put a ring on it, ready to have children. Never again. Never again what? I won't do that again. Do what again? What you're saying. What do you mean? I've done that. Oh, you have. Okay. So years. you won't hold out for her. That's what you're saying anymore. Like you, it's. I've done it. Never again. Cause I was doing that, and the woman I was waiting on, she told me she had went through. Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, but she had went through like a traumatic experience, last experiences. Mm-hmm. She, uh, you know. She went through a lot. Let's put it like that. I don't want to go into depth into yeah. what happened to her, even though she has been public about it because uh, she, 
I don't want to talk about what she does either because I don't know if this will ever blow up and people will look yeah, back yeah. and try to find her. But let's just say she was like, yo, I'm practicing celibacy because of X, Y, and Z, which made sense with, from what she told me. Yeah. Like she, if anybody's going to practice celibacy, it should be you. So I was just trying to date everything. She had a kid. And eventually, like, she was really hard to get through to. Mm-hmm. And it had less to do with me at the time. Like, a lot of it was I wasn't old enough. Mm-hmm. Like, we were the same age, and I was, like, 22. And I wasn't old enough. I didn't. I wasn't in a position to be this guy at yeah. that age. And she saw that, but also, like, she could have ended it sooner. She could have, like, detached herself from the situation, too. But she kind of led me on, too. And she apologized for this and lied to me and all this other shit. But it wasn't until she slept with somebody else when she told me she wasn't sleeping with nobody. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Fuck that bitch. Now, mind you, Sorry. I, had, I had been sleeping I'm going to say with, it, though. Fuck that bitch. Oh, I've said it to her face. But uh, it was, I mean, I had been sleeping with other women. That's grimy. Like, we were on and off. It wasn't like we were just us. I know, but that's so grimy. How you could told you do me that? you weren't. And the only reason I didn't try to is because of the story that yeah, you told that me, you which built. is true, which is why I didn't yeah. want to pressure you. And then you slept with somebody else. And I was like, and they're married now, so good for them. Even though she was like. Well, she knew herself. Even though so. she was telling me the other day that I was still the love of her life and all this other bullshit. All right. So. But I've, I've done it before. And now I promise you I will never do it again. And not because I don't believe you, but I'm like. I enjoy sex, and if I enjoy you and I enjoy sex, I want to enjoy us having sex, and I'm not putting up with it. Now, you can go find somebody else that'll do it, but the last time I did it, the only thing that ended up was heartbreak for me, so I won't wait. And I'm not saying, like, you ain't, you got to give it up on the first night, but I don't judge women who do now. Like, when people say, oh, she gave it up on the first night, she a hoe. I'm like, no, nah, because I had somebody else who almost waited damn near two years and slept with somebody else, so fuck that. It's like an interview. Yeah. It's literally like an interview. So, yeah, no. Uh, would I do it again? That's why when you were asking the question, I was like, yes, I've done it. And no, I will never do that do again. shit again. Got you. Uh, where was I about to move? Oh, the dating. Hinge. This is, go back. Let's be going back. Because oh you God. brought up an interesting topic. Okay. If a guy wants to go 50-50 with you on a date, uh-huh. are you now? Like, if he brings it up, not you. What do you mean 50-50? Like, yo, we go out to eat. You pay 50. I pay 50. Yeah. You're down. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Cool. I feel like because I can, I feel like, uh, here's the thing with that. So I've been taught so many different things, right? Especially because like of the work there. that I, because of the work that I do, right? Yeah. Um, but I have to compartmentalize, especially if I'm going to choose to date, especially in the industry that I work in. Um, one, I don't really care what people think of me. when i'm starting to date right yeah but also i have a firm belief in energy exchange so i approach things a little differently i be trying to exchange energy all the time with your co-workers but i don't (laughs) i'm kidding i mean are we talking about co-working or or like my work or are we talking in a sense where like i'm trying to lifestyle it up just at my work no you pay for everything the fuck no, I'm not talking about your days. I'm talking about oh. I was making an energy exchange joke. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, if we're talking in a sense of how I work, then if if that's what's gonna it's gonna be but I'm like. I'm talking about actual dating. Actual like, dating, no. I will actually take care of my own stuff. Okay. 
So you don't see a man as less than if he's like, yo, I go on a lot of these dates. Like no, for because me, for dating, I don't see financial okay. like things to be a, I know a reality. That weird, but for me, like, like I said, I make decent money, but like I make more than decent money for being a single guy with no kids. But <laughs> uh, I also have loans and student loans. And but shit it also, I'm going to be real, though, but because of the, the way we live in the Matrix, it says a lot about a person. Yeah. The way, you know, so like, for me, it's. If I go, if I was to go on as many Tinder dates as I had matches, I'd be broke. Like to go out on dinner dates or go out eat or even just do something fun like bowling or go to like the axe throwing place or like the escape room, all this stuff. If I was to spend money on every single time I matched up, I'd be be broke. Even for just drinks. For every time I match, but up. that gives, but that also puts a threshold, right, uh, on you your pick. interest. Yeah, like so it, it makes, makes it, it selective, yeah. right? So I think that. But too. as a woman, like you could literally go on Bumble or Tinder or Hinge and be like, you know what, I'm hungry. Today. I've been so interested in man. <laughs> I was gonna pay for literally everything, and hey, then yo, it's only two mics over here. And then <laughs> turned out being, and then turned out being, literally a waste of my time. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, this is my thing. Which is fucked up. I think that people aren't honest enough about people wasting time. And again, my last episode was fire. I brought this up about the nude beach and this woman. Oh, I got into it with a little small, not a real thing, but a little thing. A little tiffy or like. Yeah, nah, cause she was like. About what? I already, I don't like rehashing old stuff. I'll tell you off, I'll tell you off the, off the pod. Okay. Because people don't want to hear this. Like I told Again, the whole story. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm more. I think so, it changes. Something similar though. Something similar to that. So it's not the, exactly that, but I was on this app, and I talked about. I brought up the app last week. I was on FetLife, and this woman was talking about Polo Beach, and was like, "Yo, uh, how do I like get go to the beach and have like a do not disturb vibe to myself? Like, why do like this one guy sees me and always walks up to me and talks to me, and I'm like." Tell him to leave you the fuck alone. That's it. Like, if you don't tell him to leave you alone, he won't. Like, it's not. Whoa, and wait. She seems attractive. Whoa, wait. Because wait. I've been in similar situations and they don't leave you alone. What I'm saying, she called him a creep because he would come over and say hi. Did he? She actually tell she, him that? But I'm saying, if you told him leave you alone and he doesn't leave you alone, then he's a creep. Then you need to do what you need to do to protect yourself. Yeah. To get away, harm him, get some help, whatever. But if he's just coming over to talk to you and shoot his shot, and she seems like her face isn't on fed, but her body is nice. Yeah. Like, yo, you're an attractive woman and you're in public. Like, what do you think? Like, people think at a new beach, everybody's not going to talk to each other. Like, no. It's just like any other place in public, and especially a nude beach, because you already seen the goods. Like, yeah. So I was like, ah, I'll go with this. Just people approaching is weird for a lot of women, I noticed. See, I don't know why that is, but I kind of do know why that is, being an attractive woman. So and like, that's not a lie, right? Yeah, no. So it's very difficult sometimes, and it tests your, like, your masculine energy, too, as a woman. Like, sometimes you have to be very vocal, but also I'm tiny, you know? Like, it, it's a give and take. I only say this because I spent time on the mainland, and I've had to, like, be passive-aggressive to certain men approaching me because they're wild cards, right? Yeah. And you can sense it. Like a woman, we can feel it. And so 
what but when I'm here on the island it's it's a different vibe it's a different approach I guess from men not really because some of them are like you know military or tourists or whatever but I think the Aina brings cer- a certain kind of culture to it that like you feel a little safer being able to pop off if you need to yeah. but not for the mainland it's a little different I feel okay. like I th- I'm a I'm a little more scared on the mainland to tell someone no okay. right and see that that perspective is good for me to hear because like myself I'm like yo it comes from a, a place of fear it really does Princey it's all right background noise Princey it's lunar so princess princess I will one more bark and I will pause okay so no I, I say that as a 62 250 almost 60 pound man like I don't have the same experiences so, like, for me, I'm very vocal and open, which I said last time, so I'm going to try to make this really quick. Very vocal and open. Say what's on my mind because I have no fear of repercussions when I say what's on my mind because I'm not – I never say I never say nothing flagrant. Like, I don't go out of my okay, way wait. to – Flagrant? Yeah. What does that mean? Like a file, like – Oh, a, okay. like yeah. Out there, like – Out of pocket. Out of, out of pocket, basically. Okay. Like, I don't say anything, like, bad about you. Like, I ain't going out of my way to say nothing about anything I think is wrong with you or because making shit up to make you feel bad. I'm not ever going to say anything like that. Well, I've had instances where, like, like men I, will approach me and they'll be super sweet and nice and then like, you turn them you, down. Bitch. Yeah, and then they'll walk away and be that. like, this fucking bitch. Like, I never understood you? that. I'm like, nobody. Like, you're, you're not, too good for me. Nobody is entitled to your time or space like exactly. if you're not feeling me then you're not feeling me like why would you want to like i wouldn't even be mad i'd be like well have a nice day like i'd be upset at myself like not every guy's like that though most guys aren't apparently yeah because their egos are all bruised like every guy wants every woman and i'm cool with not having it's too many women on this planet for me like you just heard me say like oh i want two girlfriends that's too much dick laying for me <laughs> honestly maybe i don't know that just seems like that's a lot of energy you'd be putting out not two. even just like too much dick that's a lot of like emotional spiritual energy that you're just gonna have to like put into it says i don't believe in that's why i don't I, believe I in thruples because yeah. like, i believe in one person is a lot already okay so dating 50 50 all right so 50 50 doesn't mind uh obviously we're not going into your work because you brought that up, but we're not going into that. Let's talk about, so you're on Hinge. Are you actually looking for somebody or are you just really bored? Like, are you cool with whatever and want to see what's happening in the meantime or are you actually looking? No, I'm, not, lo- I'm not looking. Some people are honestly looking and some people aren't. Okay, so I thought I was, but after analyzing a little bit about myself and like right now where I'm at in my life specifically, I just... I'm not looking and I don't really care to look. I think that's where also I've learned that when I go looking in my past is like I'll run into someone where like, okay, like this is a possibility, but the outcome is better if I'm not even paying attention. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not looking for it, if I'm not seeking it, it actually finds me. And then I'm like, okay, like this is something I would like to explore. Whereas like I I feel like. I would like to believe that for myself. Yeah. It honestly, like, it's like out of sight, out of mind type of type of things. But as a guy who's never been in a relationship, I can tell you when you're not looking, the shit still don't come to you. Okay, but are you looking in? Are you looking within? 
that's the other thing is like if you focus your attention more on like yourself and like taking care of yourself you can't do nothing but focus on yourself when you're not looking okay well you were just talking earlier on this podcast on how you are sad i believe sadness to be a very temporary thing but if you're if you're catching it more often in your life i feel like there has to work has to be done like the fact that i'm still in the process of looking for a place i'm in the process of leaving hawaii would you dude you should see the places that i found like if you're really looking like they're decent the apartment yeah i was gonna say the apartment i found is dope as fuck that's normal like i'm just saying like i'm also sad about the fact that i'm leaving hawaii for financial reasons. So you're leaving afford, for financial reasons? I can or? afford to live here, but I can't afford to, like, prosper here is what I'm saying. I don't believe anyone can unless it's, like, it's a... expensive. It's a family wealth uh, type of thing, too. Like, if I had a... Like I said, and if I had a partner, I could. I don't have a partner. Yeah. And, like, an actual partner. And then, like, most women aren't looking for the man who's like, yo... I don't even need you to go 50-50. Just go 70-30. Like, if I if a woman went 70-30 with me, even 80-20, that 20% would make my life that much easier. I think it would for anybody like, in this world. I'm, I'm going to go 75 That's a nice number. But no, like, this 25%, that's it. That would make life that much easier. And I could afford to live in Hawaii, save up. We could both afford to save up, live in Hawaii, and buy a home. Like, I can buy a home in Vegas by myself. I can't buy a home in Hawaii by myself. Yeah. Not right now. Like, it would take me... I'm talking about now. the cost of paradise. I'm talking about, like, like soon. I'm not talking about, like, in 10 years, I could afford a house here. But right now, no. I can't afford a home in the next decade. So is the plan to, like, leave and save money and then approach it differently or what? Uh, Leave, buy homes. I'm going to buy a home in vegas if not to fix up my home in detroit have those all rented out and maybe eventually come back to hawaii yeah because i also have a uh a type of women that I, a woman that I, I i prefer and a lot of them are in vegas so yeah plastic just kidding just kidding i'm talking about just mexican something like that I say Mexican just because I've always met more Mexicans in Las Vegas, but the Hispanic heritage of the culture got you. Always that a thing, but it's not like a fetish thing. I don't think they're spicy or nothing like that. They got attitude. Has I mean, some may. I don't categorize everybody in the same. Okay, can we talk about this though? Like, because I feel like it's. I don't want to say like type because I don't have a specific type. I ain't got no type. Hey. I really don't, but I do know who I lean more towards, right? So is that like a bad generalization to make like socially, like in society? Do you think? I don't personally. I don't think so. But then again, I'm a black man who doesn't say, "Oh, I adore all black queens more than everything else," so I get looked down upon. Like okay, I, yeah. I, I so like it's black like a, women too. Like I do. I have nothing against any black woman. I have nothing bad to say about a single black woman at all. I do think they're queens, but I don't like what I prefer looks wise is Hispanic women, Latin women. Like that's who what you I prefer. are more physically attracted to. Always, know? and that's been since I was a kid. Looking at Jano, I said Jano, J Lo as Selena, like that's what got me. J Lo and Anaconda, it was J Lo. J Lo got me. 
And then it was, you know, uh, Salma Hayek in From Dust to Dawn. Again, I was a kid, but her with that snake and the little bikini. I'm actually understanding my childhood a lot more right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, these <laughs> things, like, like no wonder. Rosalind Sanchez, yeah. like, Sofia Vergara and Soul Plane when I was, like, Soul Plane came out in, like, 2002. And seeing her, and I'm just like, the accent, you ain't got to have accent, but it was like, I thought she was just hot. It's not that I didn't think anybody else wasn't. I, I just got compared had to, to Selma Hyatt at work. I had it was to, great. Yo, <laughs> people just be saying wild, random It shit. wasn't from a customer. It was from a, a co-worker. And people just be saying, hey, yo, one you know co-worker that you. might. Because I like took Selma it and Hyatt. ran with it, I'm talking about that one, yo, yo, one, co- yo, one co-worker, though. Yeah, she's hot. That's why I be saying she got, because that's my type. But I don't know her as a person. She might not be my type person. Like, that's the first thing. That's Have you even talked to her door. yet? No. Why not? Because I don't know her, and I don't slide in DMs often. I did slide She's in. not worth it? I'm saying I did slide in the DM for this chick in Florida, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? And she is also a hot wife, so that means she and her husband are in an open relationship. And she's just in Florida. I might fly her out once I get a place. Who knows? I'm, I, I do know. I'm being planning on it. I'm thinking about how to save up an extra you day. You know what's going to happen. I'm saving up for an extra day of work or two so I can fly her out. Anyway. uh, But, yeah, no. It's not bad to have a preference. Of I think having, a, like, a physical preference isn't a bad thing as long as it's not a negative stereotype with that group of people. That's like saying, like, I know people... Who'll say, oh, I don't date black women because they attitude and they always act like this and they want to be too manly. That's the, yeah, that's they're the, generalizing the worst a fucking stereotype. shit I ever heard. Like, these are the worst men. Yeah. That's why I date white women because, you know, they, like, nah, fuck you, dude. Like, you just whack because you act like you can't find a black woman like that. You just got to internalize self-hatred. Or, like, if I said, oh, I like the spiciness and da da da. Like, that's not what I like. I just like how they look. Their faces look good to me. I don't really like white yeah. women. I've never dated a white girl, but I've slept with more white women than any other group of women that I, like, yeah. the amount of women that I slept with, the majority of them were white. Yeah. And a lot of them were tourists, and a lot of them from down under Australia, New Zealand, and then California, Canada. I've slept with a lot of white women, but they're not the type that I typically go for, but okay. they're the type that want to fuck me. I have me. a question. What's so, up? from the male's perspective, when does it cross the line into being a predator? A predator? Like, what uh, What do you mean by predator? Okay, so I'm going to just talk a little something, something about... What's a predator? So... In our, what sense? Honestly, everything that is creepy. Okay. I think, uh, one, if you've been told no thank you and you're overly... Like, being overly aggressive. Somebody tells you no thank you and you don't try to, like, give them space, then, yeah, I think that... Like, because this is what I was raised, how I was raised, too, believe it or not. I grew up in a household full of women. Mm. Like, I lived with my mom and my sister up until my sister had my nephew, and then a couple months later, she left. And my sister was, at the time, I was 11. My sister was 26, Mm -hmm. 15 years different in age. Uh, I used to, my grandma used to babysit me when my mom was at work. So I used to stay with my grandma and also my aunt. And then my aunt moved in with my grandma. I moved in with my aunt. So my whole life, I've lived with at least one or two women. And then when I moved in with my grandma, my mom was there all the time. I was in a household full of women my whole life. And my aunt and my mom tells me how my dad approached my mom, who wasn't interested in him initially, but he was persistent. They were in the same bowling league. 
My dad was hitting so on how you met? My mom and my dad at the bowling league. Oh. And I was basically, like, brought up in a bowling alley. Anyway. Uh, but my dad kept. Do you bowl? I do. I got my <laughs> bowling balls in the car. And right now. Uh, but that's how my mom met my dad, and it was persistence. And so my aunt and my mom always tell me, like, yo, be persistent. But there's a fine line between being persistent, being creepy, and then being a stalker yeah. or deranged. So, like, you have to wait. Like, I don't know. Like, you can keep trying. Like, I know women that be like, he ain't applying, like, the term now to say he's not applying enough pressure. He not chasing. They'll like you, but they want you to chase. Like See, I don't get that. Sorry. I don't either. I don't understand. But, like, that's the difference. Like, a guy that a woman will like can chase her, mm-hmm. and that'll be cool. A guy that she doesn't like tries to chase her, and now he's a creep half the time. So, I think that being a predator, like a, a legit predator, is somebody not wanting you and you crossing their boundaries and making them feel unsafe. Yeah. That's what I think a legit predator is. But I also think that there are times where people misconstrue, which is bringing back to this conversation earlier, being creepy and just not being interested. So I feel like you have to make it seem that you can cause some type of harm or damage or you encroach upon this person's space without their permission in order to be a predator. Like, if a dude that you don't like shows up to your job, fucking creepy. Like, you told him I'm not interested. But, I mean, I would say your job is a little different because it's a bar. Yeah. But he knows you're going to be there. And if he tries to talk to you, then, yeah, if he talks to somebody else, then that's different. But I think that's weird. Yeah. Like, if somebody shows up, like, they looking at your Instagram stories and they pop up, fucking weird, creepy, yeah, stalker. continue to comment and comment. Uh, comments? I don't know. If a comment is a comment until you're like, hey, I'm not interested. That's just a comment. You know what I mean? That's different. Mm-hmm. This is what like. Good to know. <laughs> Unofficial third mic over here. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's the line between Predator. At least for me. From my perspective. Like, I don't really have that issue as a man. Like, I don't have a single woman chasing me. I wish I had some yeah. woman chasing me. But I'm not chase worthy, to be honest, apparently. Okay. I'm, I'm a guy who's in touch with his feelings. No kids. Decent job. Yeah. Never cheated. Never put my hands on nobody. Yeah. Kind of funny when I want to be. And nobody want to chase me. I'm a little upset. Let me get in shape. I get in shape. And y'all ain't chasing me. I'm marrying the one. I'm marrying the, like the woman that nobody expects me to. So y'all can just hate on her. Like how she get me. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Y'all better start chasing. Come and get him. <laughs> I'm kidding. Come and get him, ladies. I'm kidding. No, I feel that. I think after time kind of went on. The whole chase and catch thing, it's such a mind fuck. I think it's, on one, I think it's pointless. Especially when you don't know exactly what is, or like how to look for it, right? If you can actually tell. Because I think some people can't tell when someone's attracted to you. Or if they're just being nice or friendly. You know what I mean? 
and it's it's come to the to the point in my life where I literally have to be like I'm not interested like flow like I think I'm your friend needs to say that or like I have to say friend so they get it and I'm just like okay I think everybody needs to say that in order to understand like oh this is the boundary you have to set the boundary because if you don't then you can't be mad when they misconstrue what you're what you're saying or doing yeah like I told this one chick like yo and I, I told your sister this. I might have told you this. I can't remember about the friend zone. Like, no, you're in the friend zone. I'm not. Gorgeous woman. Gorgeous. Not not, not you. Listen, you're in the friend zone. I'm not. Because I told you straight up. Like, I told her when she said this. I was like, I want to sleep with you. Yeah. I'm still interested in you. You kind of flirt with me and be with me a little bit. But you friend zoning me. So I'm like, bet. When you ready to do something more. I'm taking that a chance. I'm doing it. Yeah. So you're the one that only wants to be friends. So there so therefore you're the friend. You're a Libra. And You're a Libra? I'm not. What are you again? I'm still gonna be friendly. We're still gonna we're gonna wait, have wait. a friendship. Because <laughs> you know a friendship is always gonna be there. But <laughs> I told it straight up like you're communication you is yourself. key. You have to, you gotta flip things so that way you feel good about yourself. You gotta yeah. flip things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Communication is, I mean, you know, I, people say that communication is key, I, but I believe understanding, comprehension is like something that is easily avoided in that statement. It's like I, I feel like I communicate all day, but if you're not hearing what I'm saying or like grasping, well, if you say it, I'm saying there's things you can say plainly, and be like, this is not me. But what I'm saying is, still, I've done that, and guys still don't get a fucking clue. Then that's when I said, like, some guys, like I said, I was raised to be persistent. Now, but this is a different, this is what I'm saying. Like, I was raised to be persistent, but that's like 1985 mindset, 1990 mindset. That's not 2023 mindset, yeah. especially with how. Yeah, that's why it's so hard to date, you know, in this generation. Yes, yeah, we know. But has nothing to do with anything but i don't think it's hard to date i think we're i think i, I well i mean i guess it's, i'm just this is semantics then we're making it more difficult than it has to be mm -hmm. because i do think we're ego driven and selfish mm -hmm. and i think that we think we're all the main characters in everybody else's story not just our own i think we think we're the main character in other people's stories Psychedelics. so like you'll have like the stuff I see on social media as jokes, like the memes, the mm -hmm. reels, be like, "Oh, he's doing this. Well, let me do this to like get his like get his attention." Like, "Oh, I'm like," or the gaslight and shit, or "Oh, he was a narcissist and yada yada." I'm like, you have to understand that maybe he wasn't a narcissist. He just wasn't giving you the attention that you wanted, or he was doing this, this, and that. Like some people are narcissists. Some people, I mean, I'm not gonna say shit. Right now, y'all don't know what's happening in the background. But I'm going to be polite because I got food out of it. <laughs> but the shit that just happened. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I just see. Yo, if you don't sit down and hop on this mic, start episode two. <laughs> it's just us talking. We just talking. It's huh? fun. Honestly, this was fun. All right. We'll stop this for right now. We're going to add Miss Anonymous' sister into this next one. That's going to be for the Patreon that we starting back up. Uh, 
well, this has been a fun Thanks for having podcast me. conversation. We about to eat. To be so continued. This is good. This is just part one. This has been the way out there podcast. Shout out. All right. <laughs>